the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. So I'm going to assume that you're awake, but you're not woke. So that's uh, that's kind of cool as far as I'm concerned. Uh, Ken Yang is here on the Dave Ellswick Show. We have a special guest coming. I told you yesterday that we were going to have the uh, a writer. I don't know if he's writer, editor, or what exactly. We'll find out when he gets there. He's, he just called me a moment ago, and he's on his way, and he's went from the largest liberal newspaper in Paris. So we'll see what happens here this hour when he comes in and sits okay. down and talks to us. But before we get to that, I love talking about the craziness of the woke crowd. And Piers Morgan, look, I'm not a huge Piers Morgan fan. This is a guy who who comes and attacks anybody who wants to have a gun in their home. Okay, yep. And uh, he is absolutely, completely wrong about uh, gun rights. But Katie Dowd, the managing editor for the San Francisco, uh, what is it, the, the Gate, SF Gate, um, a website launched by the San Francisco Chronicle, wrote a review of Disneyland's recently updated Snow White ride alongside Julie Tremaine. Though the review was mostly positive, the two of them felt it was entirely necessary to criticize the ride for featuring the iconic scene in which the prince awakens Snow White from her eternal sleep by way of a kiss. Now, do you remember Snow White? I mean, you remember Snow White, right? Yeah. And she's laying on the, the I guess that's a marble slab kind of thing. Yeah, she ate, she ate the apple. Yeah, and, she's asleep, yeah. and she's going to stay that way unless Prince Charming gives her a kiss. Yeah. Well, let me just read what they said. The new grand finale of Snow White's Enchanted Wish is the moment when the prince finds Snow White asleep under the evil queen's spell and gives her, quote, true love's kiss, unquote, to release her from the enchantment. A kiss he gives to her without her consent while she's asleep which cannot possibly be true love if only one person knows it's happening. Haven't we already agreed that consent in early Disney movies is a major issue? That teaching kids that kissing when it hasn't been established if both parties are willing to engage is not okay? It's hard to understand why the Disneyland of 2021 would choose to add a scene with such old-fashioned ideas of what a man is allowed to do to a woman 
especially given the company's current emphasis on removing problematic, thank you, I had a Biden moment there, scenes from rides like Jungle Cruise and Splash Mountain. Why not reimagine an ending in keeping with the spirit of the movie and Snow White's place in the Disney canon, but that avoids this problem? Okay, so why don't we just change every freaking story that's yeah. ever been written? Well, they're they're idiots, first of all. But yeah, I mean, have have did they did they not wa- read the story and watch the movie? It's called a fairy tale. Yeah, for a reason. <laughs> In his op-ed, Piers Morgan first scolded the authors of the piece for reaching quote the absolute nadir of mind-numbing, stupid wokery. <laughs> amid a global pandemic that has created real problems for real people. Quote, the lunatic woke brigade, seemingly oblivious to what's happening in the real world, have spent the past 15 months continuing to bleat about any microaggression that upsets them. And as we know, that means pretty much everything from chess being racist, white always starts, to uh, fat-free frozen yogurt triggering eating disorder distress. Thank you, Demi Lovato. Today, though, we've reached the absolute nadir of mind-numbingly stupid wokery, an achievement for which the bar is staggering low. The latest target of their whiny, self-righteous ire is Disney's newly revamped Snow White's Enchanted Wish, ride at the theme park in anaheim california which is just reopened after 400 days and he says to to illustrate the lunacy of the feminist gripe over the quote non-consensual kiss morgan then noted how events of the actual snow white story unfolded culminating in the eventual kiss that saves snow white from the eternal sleep now with that all with with that all said it amazes me that I gotta believe most pe- most kids now maybe haven't even seen Snow White. Probably not. I mean, it was ni- what nineteen thirties that that movie came yeah. out. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. All right. So I told you that today we were going to have a, a writer in from one of the most liberal papers in Paris. If I'm, if, I think that's what he told my uh, uh, Elizabeth, who he, he contacted and wondered if he could stop by to the Dave Ellswick mm. show. And I said, absolutely. Are, are they woke, too? At the well, there he is right there. Oh, he oh, said, right. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Der Spiegel was in two years yeah. ago, which was really interesting when they were here. So we, our doors, hey, we're an international talk show. <laughs> we'll let anybody come in, all right? And, and we'll sit down and, and talk with them. We got, we got to get a break in. Let's do that. Remind you that East End Towing, uh, reminds you that if you break down on the highway, what you should do is try, if you can. Now, understand this is not written in stone. You should try to move into the right shoulder because that's off of the slow lane on the highway. If you can, if you can only get on the left, get on the left. Best thing is, is you can get off the road and get into a parking lot of a gas station or you know one of the plethora of Walmarts out there. Uh, you know, pull into one of them or a Target or whatever and uh, and get someplace where it's absolutely safe for you. 
and uh, know that you want to make sure you don't you know park close to an exit or something like that which would put the guy who's there to tow you uh, in danger tow operators get killed out on the highway many times because people aren't watching and if you see those yellow lights flashing and they're over on the right side of the road on the on the on the shoulder move to the left side and give them plenty of room the last thing they need is trying to be underneath a car hooking it up so they can uh, tow it out and they got somebody going 90 miles an hour not more than maybe two feet from them remember to slow down and move over to protect uh, the tow uh, workers out there on the road that's east uh, east end towing wants you to remember all of this if you need a tow call them they're aware of how to do it safely and uh, get you off the road and get them off the road alive that's east end towing 501-888-8849 501-888-8849 all right we'll get a break and when we come back We'll have a special guest in the studio with us. Ken Yang is here. I'm here. I'm Dave Ellswick. Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, so, Ken, let me introduce you to Gilles. Is that correct? Yeah, correct. Gilles is uh, with one of the big papers in Paris. Yeah. And uh, what is the name of the uh, paper? It's Le Monde. Le Monde. It's the world. Oh, the world. Okay. Yeah. So you cover the world, of course. <laughs> uh, you know, Ken is here. Ken is the local Saline County Republican chairman of the party. So he's joining us this morning uh, as well. Now, Gilles is going across the United States after six months of of Bidenism thus far, mm. or as we call him, O-Biden, and uh, wants to know what our view of the world is and of the United States, basically, uh, now. So we're the first uh, talk show host that he's hitting. He's hitting one of my buddies here in a couple of days in uh, Indianapolis at WIBC, Tony Katz, who's a good buddy. He came from California. He's in he's in uh, in Indianapolis now. Then where, where do you go? Do you have your whole... Litany set up? No, because I have to mix that with uh, with the, the daily news in, in D.C. So it's quite bending, uh, yeah. even with Biden. So, uh, well, I'm dividing my time in uh, following the news. Uh, of course, I'm following also foreign news, foreign, foreign policy, okay. and this kind of reporting. All right. Can my listeners go on the web somewhere and read your article when uh, it, yes, it becomes it's, available? Uh, www. Le Monde, L-E-M-O-N-D-E dot F-R. But I'm sorry, it's in French. Okay, I'll tell you what we'll do. <laughs> Elizabeth can handle this. That, that's my social media person. She does a great job. And when that, when the article is available, we'll make sure that we get it and get a link to it, and we'll put it up on our, our uh, Facebook page. Okay, I think I uh, would be ready by mid-June, something like that. No, oh, okay. So you're going to do a really long piece then. Yes, because I don't have all the time I would like to because of D.C., because okay. of what's going on in D.C. So when did you get here to uh, Arkansas? When did you arrive? I arrived yesterday, okay. and I'm supposed to leave tomorrow evening, or I will extend if, if, if needed. Okay, so 
Where did you eat last night? I'm just wondering. Did you have some uh, barbecue or something? <laughs> no, I went to a place I found on on my phone. It was the Oyster Bar. Oh, that's, that's a not place. a place to eat. Yeah. That's a pretty yeah. good place. And that was a pretty good place. Yeah, yeah they're nice, you know. Yeah. They just sold, like, was it two years ago? Yeah. And they I wish you could have gone to it under the... The, the old ownership because you could have some fried oysters and you could have some really good stuff. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's all right over there now. They still yeah, do a lot of the stuff. Good. You know, still good food. That's used to be where I used to go to lunch all the time. You know, I love that place. I really do. Have you really visited like have you visited the state capitol? No. Yet? I must confess that it's my first time in Arkansas. Well welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Well, welcome. Yeah. You We're should, happy to have you all know. here. You should stop. You should stop by the state capitol. It's, it's actually yeah. it's very easy to get in at the. It's, it's on my plan, of okay. course. Okay, yeah. right. you get get over there, and if you need to meet some, you want to meet somebody, let me know. We can make that happen. Yep. Oh, great! We'll Thank help you, so you out. Much. Get to get you in to see the secretary of state or something. Maybe he'll give you a, a tour. Oh, thank you. Okay. Yep. We'll do that for you. Okay, so you wanting to know what talk show hosts in America, how we're how we visualize America right now, how we how we are seeing it with what's happening. Exactly. You're okay. right on the on the spot. We're all concerned. <laughs> yeah. You can quote me. We're all concerned uh, about what's going on in Washington, D.C. And uh, it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the next two years. Uh, should I should I let him have it have all of it real quick here? Sure. Yeah, because yeah. the first, see the Democrats are going to try to pass through everything they can within the first two years, for the simple reason that the Republicans will retake the House in twenty two. I mean, just con, just historically, uh, the president usually loses quite a few seats uh, in the first election after his election. And there's not many seats to lose for the Democrats without giving up the House. So I, I expect that uh, Republicans will take back the House. And then the president is in deep doo-doo because it's really going to be hard to get anything through that he's wanting to get through. So that's how I see it right now. And what about the Senate? The Senate, the Senate you know, I think we have a shot at taking a couple seats back that we lost. And if we do, then Biden is going to be stopped in the water completely because now he'll have both houses uh, saying, we can't go along with your programs. And uh, most of his programs are way, way far left for Americans. Americans are kind of sitting back as, uh, I think, and, and looking and getting buyer's remorse right now, wondering about this president far as that goes i don't know if he's going to last four years to be honest with you i mean i watch him on television when he's giving speeches and things of that nature and i wonder if he's going to be able to last for four years uh what do you think ken do you think he'll I think, last i think he'll last for four years uh i think his wife will make sure that he no. lasts for four <laughs> years she loves being first lady yes she does uh you know i i i believe that i think the in my opinion i, I travel all throughout arkansas I think people do not believe that Joe Biden's the the president. Uh, you know, we, the left in the media continue to criticize President Trump. Did he have a stroke? Is his health good enough? 
you know, he's walking so slow down that ramp, and you got Joe Biden who trips on stairs, who can't put sentences together, who doesn't take questions. And if you're political and you have followed Joe Biden throughout his career, you can tell there's no way you can look at someone and say this is not a shell of a man that used to be. If you look at his speeches when he was uh, a U.S. senator, when you look at his speeches when he ran for president in 88. Now, are we talking speeches he wrote or that he plagiarized? No, both, I guess. Okay. And uh, when he ran for president in 88, when he, when he was vice president, it, it, he is not the same same person. And he would never support such liberal, uh, you know, things like the Green New Deal. I mean, it's you know, and 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 the fact that Kamala Harris is such a big player in the picture just makes you wonder, you know, what what actually is Joe doing? And I think that's the, the general uh, consensus among uh, among at least the Midwest and just regular day middle class Americans. Well. Gilles, would you like me to open the phones and let my listeners call you? Of course, but not right. me call you. Yeah, it's your show. <laughs> I know, but you. Can, I tell you what, you call in eight two three zero nine six five, and you can tell uh, Gilles what you think where America is right now. All right, we'll let you do that. You want to call in, and maybe you make uh, one of the biggest French newspapers in uh, in Paris. How many? How many? How many uh, readers do you guys have? Um, we have uh, almost four thousand hundred uh, subscriptions. Oh, good! Uh, so it's that's good for a newspaper uh, anymore. We, we can say that uh, we are now the largest in terms of subscriptions. Okay, and that's then awesome. uh, you're on uh, the the uh, the websites as well, correct? Yeah, of course, of course. You yes, get a lot of hits. It's it's our main driver now. Okay, I've never been to France. I have not been either, to be honest. Really it is a place I want to go France. there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'd like to get there. Of course, I'm not looking to go to Paris. I'm looking to go to Normandy is where I want to go and see where the big uh, push was mm. at in World I'd War II. I'd go visit a girl. That, that's why oh, I'm there's quiet. a girl over there. Okay. <laughs> and it's Paris. What, about, what a great place to go to see her again. That would be great. That would be fun. Okay. Looks like we got one caller coming in right now that we can get. On on the air, I'm getting on my phone so I can see who it might be that we're going to be talking about. Who do, you just tell me here, uh, Heidi? Who's who's wanting to talk to us? Okay, she's on. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. We'll get you. We're going to get somebody to talk to you here in a second, Jules. Eight two three zero nine six five. That's the number. Call in if you want to talk to. A writer from one of the biggest newspapers in Paris. Here's your opportunity. And his question for our listeners today is uh, simply this. Wants uh, wants to know your view of America now. Yeah. All right. So Roman is going to join us. And Roman, how you doing this morning, brother? I'm blessed, my friend. And uh, thank you for the opportunity. And welcome to America. Welcome to Arkansas for the uh the gentleman uh looking to do some writing about a thought on where america is right now america's in the heart of the people and because america is in the heart of the people the concept of the republic is still alive no matter who is in washington dc you have to remember there are 75 to 80 million plus people who in the last election cycle 
voted for the proper candidate and had a improper outcome, but that did not change the spirit of America. We, the people, God-fearing, freedom-loving, hardworking, rights-driven, best people in the world. America takes care of the world. And praise God for America, and thank you for the opportunity to share that thought with you. And may you be blessed while you travel in America and discover the real meaning of what freedom is. All right. God bless you. All right, Roman. Thanks a lot. We appreciate you. 8230965. That's what we're looking for right now. Your your view of America uh, right now under uh, President Biden. And we have a writer here today uh, who uh, is trying to write a story to give the people back in France a view of what Americans are thinking and thinking about our country and thinking about our president and thinking about, I'm sure, just our uh, political problems that we have here in the country at this time. I got 20 seconds. Yeah, I will add, I think, uh, and, and also I think people are just, you know, enamored that President Trump is still very much involved. And you know, the question is, is he going to run for president in 2024? We'll and, talk about that yeah. when we come back. More your way after the news. All right, back with you. Don't forget about Cabot Emergency Hospital. Been talking about them now for a couple of weeks. Uh, they've been open for a couple, just about a couple of years now. And uh, they are the place you want to go if you're in the Cabot, Ward, Austin area because your emergency matters. You know, when you have an emergency, uh, you want to be seen as quickly as possible. You don't want to have to wait, and I can guarantee you this, at Cabot Emergency Hospital, that's something they don't want you to do. They want to get you in, get you treated, and then uh, get to what does, needs to be done so you can get back to your life faster. And uh, just know that they've got everything they need to be able to diagnose your problem. And if they can take care of all of it there, they will. If they need to send you someplace for a heart catheterization or something like that, They'll get you to that place as well. They're 100% physician-owned. They have board-certified emergency physicians with over 130 years of experience. And one of those physicians is at that hospital 24-7, 365, all year long. They are open, and they're they're available uh, to treat you. they got a complete radiology suite. They've got x-rays, they got the CT, they've got the ultrasound, and on top of that, they have an MRI as well. On-site lab and pharmacy, and everything they do is patient-centered for you. That's uh, Cabot Emergency Hospital over there on Willie Ray in uh, in Cabot. Uh, as you're going down 89, uh, as you get ready to go over the bridge, it goes over 67-167, uh, if you're coming out of the city, look to your uh, right. If you're going into the city, look to your left. You can't miss this really 
a great looking emergency hospital that gives you fantastic care. I I told you real quickly, I had a pick line in because they were treating me with antibiotics earlier this year because I I got uh, MRSA and I had to have these antibiotics you know twenty four seven and it came loose. The pick line did. Well, I was bleeding like a stuck pig. There's something about looking down, feel some wetness on you, look down, and the whole sleeve of your shirt is bright red. That'll get your attention. That says emergency real loud to you. And I went over to Cabot Emergency Hospital, and they had me in, taken care of, and out the door again. It couldn't have been more than 10 minutes. They were absolutely fantastic, and Dr. Box took care of me, and I really appreciated all the things he did. All right, if you just joined us here on the Dave Ellswick Show, don't forget we're taking your calls this morning. I need you to call in uh, 823-0965, 823-0965. Uh, we have Jules here. He is a writer for a French newspaper in Paris. He makes his... Um, uh, he's got home right now in Washington, D.C. I'm sorry that you have to live there. But uh, he, he's <laughs> up in Washington, D.C., one of the craziest places. I go visit Washington, D.C. I love Washington, D.C. because I love all the monuments and everything that's there. Um, I like the uh, the Aerospace Museum that the Smithsonian has uh, in, in D.C. and then over in Virginia as well. Uh, that's the place that I hang out a lot. There's a special place where you can go and stand at the World War II Memorial, walk down the Reflecting Pond, and and go see the uh, Lincoln Memorial, move to the right and go over and see the Vietnam Memorial, go to the left and go see the uh, Korean Memorial, which I think is absolutely fantastic, and then across uh, and back of uh, the Lincoln Memorial in a beautiful place when the cherry blossoms are all blooming, the Jefferson memorial it's just it's a fan if you're an american you always have to go there yes but when you walk down when you walk down by the reflecting pond i want you to go look to the right and look to the left and you see this sprawling governmental complex going for miles and you got to ask yourself is that what the founding fathers had in mind and i don't think they did uh we've we've moved away from what they wanted for us but uh, that's what makes this country great. We can vote our way back to that if we really want to. That's a question. We always talk about that. All right, Willie's waiting to talk to us. Willie, how are you? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. And uh, Jules wants you to tell him your thoughts about uh, Biden. What are you thinking about the president? Well, first of all, we all know he's senile. And he's controlled by his handlers. Okay. But, Dave, we've got to get him health, stay stay healthy for the next three years. We don't want that Tommy Harris to take over. And I don't think neither one of them has been to the southern border. I haven't lately. I, You know, I've done my show from down there before. And um, it was it was kind of bad during Bush's years, but I understand it's Wild West now down there. Well, Biden, how many years ago he said, or did he recently say, uh, they don't, we need to stop them from coming in. Now he says, come on in. Yeah, even more. He does. He does that well. During the, t- during the campaign, he said he wasn't for the Green New Deal, and now he's for the Green New Deal. 
that's that AOC and and all those people up there. Well, we've talked about the, we've talked about this, and we've had uh, uh, Congressman Hill on, and we've had Congressman Westerman on, and we've had uh, you know Senator Bozeman and Senator Cotton, and all of them agree that when you look at Biden, the people pulling the uh, the strings right now, it's probably Bernie Sanders. He's pulling a oh, lot of strings. Bernie, yeah, crazy Bernie. <laughs> well, we've got to keep Biden healthy at least the next three years. I'm with you. I I agree with you. I don't disagree with you on that. I I told you I pray every night for his health. I really do because it, 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 it sends shivers all over me. If that commie takes control, Harris. Hair, <laughs> okay. All right, Willie. I'm going to let you go. Say hi to Dazil. Say hi. Welcoming to him. To, say hi uh, to Linda. Okay, I will. You say hi to the writer here. Say hi to him and welcome him to Arkansas. Welcome to Arkansas. Thank you. All right. Thanks a lot, Willie. Appreciate it. 823-0965. We've got a writer from a French newspaper from Paris. Uh, He makes his home while he's here in the United States in Washington, D.C. How does Washington, D.C. differ from from Paris? Oh, it's smaller. Oh, yeah. uh, In size. Uh, number of people living there also, but it's so powerful in terms of influence uh, uh, all over the world. Uh, so uh, that keeps us quite busy because, uh, 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 except when there is a pandemic, there's always uh, foreigners visiting, always uh, uh, hot topics. Uh, on on everything uh, all over the world when there is a crisis uh, the US are always involved in a way or another uh, so uh, to some extent uh, it's a non-going uh, job to 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 be in in DC it's never Well stopped. since you're in DC you're not that far from New York City did you make your way up to New York yet Of course several okay, times Okay so uh, now that's more of a uh, a yes and no as far as Paris goes. Are are they kind of alike because they're both very cosmopolitan cities? Yeah, exactly. It's it's definitely a more uh, European uh, city in New York City. Yeah. We feel comfortable in, in New York City, uh, even if it's huge, even if it's very populated. Uh, there is a real uh, affection in France for New York City. And uh, I... I I like Chicago very much too, and I grew up outside of Chicago. Uh, so for twenty eight uh, years, I I love that city. I I wouldn't want to live there now, but mm. I I love the city. It's a beautiful city. But New York City is just on the other side. So it's in in the same time it's far and and close to to Europe. Okay, all you have to do to know that I do like Chicago is to. Take a yeah. look at the sign. <laughs> I noticed. I noticed. That was that was a big deal this week. The Cubs swept the, Saint, uh, the, the Los Angeles Dodgers yeah. over three. That yeah. was important for us. Uh, we've had kind of a rough start this year in, in Chicago, but they're hitting again. So who knows what they're going to do at, at that point. St. Louis, first place right now. Yeah. I think they're – The Mariners game. are – got to be happy. Seattle's man. playing well, brother. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for the – no, the downside all yeah. of a sudden? Okay, well, I don't know. It depends. You know, when the hot weather comes, 
that's when we'll find out yep you know when uh they're trying to get things taken uh, taken care of as far as that now wayne beach just hit me here what's he telling me okay he he wrote oh he wrote to me he says you want to know what he sees as far as america he says show gilles this so let me just show it to you this is the arkansas values for the republican uh party here in arkansas and uh and wayne saying mention to him about the principles of of this and i'll just pass it over you can read it but those are the principles that uh, he says uh stands for arkansas and stands for uh america as well so just so you'll know all right, we got about quarter till seven. Got to get one last break in. Gilles is here. He wants to hear from you. Phone lines are ringing. We'll we'll bring some people on. You want to talk to Gilles? He is from uh, uh, France. He's from Paris, France, in fact. And uh, you know, uh, did you want some coffee? I mean, I'm a big coffee drinker. You want coffee? I had one before. You Thank had you one? so much. Okay. Thank All you right. so much. Our coffee is not the same as your coffee. No. <laughs> <laughs> your coffee's a lot stronger. <laughs> I get they complain about me because I was in the military mm. and my coffee tends to be a lot stronger than anybody else's around here when it's mm. made. But you know, you gotta have some coffee that grow hair on your chest. You understand what I'm yeah, talking sure. about. <laughs> All right, let's uh, continue here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Let me remind you about what David Lucas is up to. Uh, do you have uh, questions about what to do about filing your Social Security? There's a lot of a lot of things you need to know about that. And the weirdest thing is, is if you go to the Social Security office, they'll answer questions, but they won't give you any advice. There's a difference between answering a question and giving you advice. Uh, you know, they don't answer your question to say, and if I were you, this is what I would do. They don't do that. So uh, just know that you want to pick up this uh, simple, easy-to-read booklet that David has called Your Guide to Social Security. Uh, 27 pages outlines what you need to know, and it could help you get even more money uh, when you file for Social Security. If you're within five years of filing for Social Security, get this free booklet. Uh, you call into 501-222-3315 and as a bonus david's going to throw in a free customized social security analysis and the uh, that's going to pinpoint the optimal time to wring every nickel out of your benefits and you know you've been paying into it for a long time make sure that you uh, you know get as much money as you're supposed to get out of your social security You've been paying for it. I mean, I paid, I've been paying in Social Security since I was 13. Still paying into it because I'm working. Uh, pick up the phone. Call right now, 501-222-3315. That's 501-222-3315. All right. Hi. Back with you. We had uh, I got Joe and Duck in here meeting with Jules. Lori, how are you? Welcome to the Dave Ellswick Show. What would you like to tell Jules about how you view the new president and the country overall? Well, um, hi, Dave and everybody. Thank you so much. Um, I'm a native Arkansan. Uh, my background, uh, my family's background comes from France. There's a castle in France named after my family, um, 
Um, and um, I just wanted to say I'm thankful to be an American. I'm thankful for my God-given, constitutionally protected rights, especially freedom of expression. And I would like to express that I think the whole election was fraudulent. And I call Biden his fraudulency. Um, I'm looking for the uh, uh, results of the audit in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I think more states will probably do it. And I'm looking forward to the resolution of the fraudulent presidency. Okay. That's my that's my freedom of expression there. And thanks for allowing me to say it. Okay. And, uh, welcome to Arkansas and the United States. All right. He's uh, He's been living in Washington, D.C. for about seven years, I think he said. And been uh, he's been their correspondent here in uh, the U.S. and and that that's got to be a plum job, man. I mean, you like living over here? Oh yeah, it's a quite an experience. I was uh, also correspondent in Jerusalem for five years during the Second oh, Intifada, wow. so that was also a big story. And I covered the Middle East for almost twenty years, so. Living here is quite different, <laughs> even if there is this big surprise when uh, uh, I arrived, because um, we are watching the same movies, we are uh, listening to the same kind of musics. You're eating McDonald's hamburgers? Uh, also. <laughs> and, and nevertheless, we are very, very different. And uh, we have this sense of uh, familiarity with a lot of... Uh, uh, aspect of the American culture, but we are French, and on many many points we are very far from each other, mm-hmm. uh, which makes things very interesting uh, for a reporter because what is interesting is to discover people thinking different things. Yes, how you know I've heard my my father served in World War II with uh, with General Patton. And uh, I've been wanting to get over there because, you know, I've read all about uh, the the European front. And then I was served in I served in the Air Force and I spent all of my time over uh, outside of Japan, basically in Guam. So I got to know about the the Pacific theater as well. But I want to get over there and check it out and, and see it. But uh, I have heard and I don't know if it's true or not. I'll let you tell me if this is true or not, that the people that are outside the cities, a lot of people still remember what America did for Europe. But when you get into Paris and things of that nature, they they really don't. Is that true or is that false? It's not a divide between uh, the country and the cities. Uh, I would say, I'm not a specialist, but I would say that maybe uh, the older you are, uh, uh, the stronger is your 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 uh, memories about uh, what the Americans did, even if if we won't be to be correct. Uh, France was always divided in two, and uh, half of France uh, loves America and is fond of uh, the U.S., and uh, the other half, uh, on the contrary, uh, likes to criticize and to complain about uh, everything, uh, your government, uh, whatever the president. Is, it, uh, is, is, that, is that more of an urban feeling or a rural feeling? Uh, hard to say, really hard to say, because uh, 
it's in the past it was uh, a clear divide between the left and the right uh the left was very against uh, especially when you you belong to the communist party but the communist party now is 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 quite almost nothing mm-hmm. uh but uh, yeah it's it's uh, you have this kind of a divided society toward the US. Well, we've got that here in America yeah 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 mm-hmm. you know between the left and the right yep i mean it's about 50-50 in this country right now about where we where our future lies to be honest with you you know you it, it's it's kind of interesting to to watch uh play out in front of us you never know what you're going to get what we got here heidi just go ahead and yell at me if you want to okay kenny is in north little rock hey kenny how are you uh, Gilles is here Good morning you go ahead what are, what's your thoughts of uh, where we are in america and uh, the biden administration well, the Biden administration is a complete, absolute fraud. I think it's more controlled by George Soros uh, and some of the crony capitalists as opposed to uh, Kamala. And I think I'm pretty sure if Joe Biden were to be, uh, become too senile that he could never long, no longer pretend to be president, that they would just replace him with Kamala. But I think uh, George Soros and the other organizations write the legislation. Uh, I've... If the French journalists and anybody else want to see how America's really run, uh, they should uh, go to uh, the things like the Saline County GOP meeting that's happening tonight. Um, we A lot of local activists get to go there and talk about what's going on with our legislative session. Uh, let see how a lot of grassroots activists had to deal with all kinds of bills that uh, affect us and the stand we took regarding Washington, D.C. regulations. Um, I think Mr. Yang can uh, inform us of when and where that is. I believe it's 6.30 at the GOP headquarters, but if I'm not mistaken. Yep. Um, but that's just kind of one to call in and talk about that. Okay. All right, Kenny, appreciate it, brother. Thanks for calling in. And Jill's a get with, with Ken after the show. If you want to go to that meeting, he'll make it possible for you. You hear what they say okay. if you want to. Where would you take him to eat? And we're we're over in in uh, that uh, Bryant Benton area. Mm, we got some good stuff. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, I don't know where. Of course, uh, what, what what's the the one place that's out of business now? Uh, Kate's uh, Diner. That's gone yeah, Ed now. Case. Ed and Kay's. Ed and Kay's. Man, I would send you there, Chills. You like pie? Yeah. You would literally love the pies there. They made, <laughs> I mean, meringue that thick on top of it. Good stuff. Really good stuff. I appreciate you coming by today. My pleasure. You stand, you stand, stay with us if you want, but we're going to talk about cars coming up, just so you know. <laughs> All right. Ken Yang, thanks for coming in. Oh, thank you. We'll have you back. Uh, he's going to be taking Seth's place on the Thursday show, mm. since Seth now has moved over to work with uh, Doyle Webb on his campaign for lieutenant governor. Upgrade. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to take a break, then we'll come back with more here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Duck and Joe are ready to talk cars with you. 823 <laughs> 
Six minutes after seven, the car and truck guys are here. Joe's here. He was under the weather last week. You feeling okay? I'm doing great. Great, Jim. You, you got it all cleared yep. up. Duck, how are you feeling? You've what been, day it's is been, it? It's been an ongoing thing with you. What day is it? Yeah, well, it's a <laughs> Thursday. What minute is it? <laughs> okay. It's that kind yeah. of a way it's been going. Yeah. Just a roller normal coaster. day here lately. Riding a roller coaster. About tart. I want off. Let yeah. me off. Now I want to remind everybody, I will not be here tomorrow. Robert Steinbach will fill in for me. I've got some surgery going on over at uh, Arkansas Urology, uh, and uh, I won't get into specifics, but i got to go over and go under the knife on Friday. I hope to be back in the saddle on Tuesday. Yeah. And, and I know I'm going to have people say, Dave, you'll never make it. That's what they said about me coming back to work after a me, week. Me and Joe can take you right here on this you know, table. For five, for five, uh, you know, when I had the five-way bypass. Mm-hmm. I was back before the doctor ever wanted me to come back. So I need you to fill in for the current truck di- uh, doctors on Saturday. Uh-huh. You can do that, right? Sure. Okay, great. All right, so uh, what's the big thing? Are people lining up now to get their air conditioners ready for the summer yes yeah no yeah okay they've already been there been there done that yeah you remember dave a couple of weeks ago we was talking with a carter radiator guy talking about the ac condensers yeah. on gms how they're yeah i sent two to gm yesterday they have none they're that. see now we're we're getting the backside of the what covid yes. did to us yes yeah i've got three that i took out duck all three of them are one, two, three, four YFs, mm-hmm. and I'm going to take them over to Daniel because he said he could fix them, give him some stock units. So uh, after he repairs them, we'll be able to buy them from him. That's uh, the, the customer I told. I said, look, it's under warranty. Truck's a 20 model. Right. One's a, one's a Denali and one's a uh, pickup. Same, same diff- the same condenser, I mean. And yeah. I said, they know they got problems, but they still keep making them. That's it. And I told him, I said, look, when it gets out of warranty, we'll send it over to Carter's, get him to, he adds extra metal to him, extra aluminum to him. He said, it'll stop all this problem. Now, Carter is the gentleman who was on with us about three weeks ago. Daniel. Yeah, Daniel. Daniel. Three or four weeks yeah, ago. Daniel. And they did, a, he, they did a lot of this kind of work. I'm going to ask him if he wants to come on this Saturday, if I can get him, Dave. Okay, that's yeah. fine. So me and him will talk about all that. So. Well, it's your day on, Joe? It's your Saturday on? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's his Saturday. So that, you know that's that would be interesting, and it was interesting when he was in here for the show. Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to hear now as people are really banging away at you guys because they want to make sure their air conditioners are working. Well, you got people, Davis, set all winter running their vehicle with heater on, mm-hmm. and now all at once they're turning their air conditioner on. My air conditioner don't work. What did y'all do to it? <laughs> Nothing. You <laughs> that just comes standard equipment. Now, this is really weird. I don't turn my air conditioner on, so to speak. If you turn it on defrost, you do. Well, well and I use that. You turn that. it on automatic. Yeah. What you do, Dave. Yeah, yeah, I just turn it on automatic yeah. and set the temperature. 
where I want to be comfortable. Yeah, that's all I do. And uh, if it's the air conditioner, it's the air conditioner. If it's the heater, it's the heater. Well, it blends them together. You it's have pretty smart. You know, if your car's got automatic temp control on, when you set it on 74 degrees, it doesn't matter what the ambient temp is outside. It's going to blow 74 degree temperature out those vents. Mm-hmm. And it mixes the heater air with the AC air or the ambient air outside, whatever it needs to do. And if you ever select defrost, it's got the AC on automatically because it uses dehumidified air with that hot air to help break down the film on the inside of the windshield so you can see out of it. That's really weird because, as you're saying, it uses uh, you know refrigerated air from the air conditioner. But if you try to put it on... Uh, you know, where you're just moving the air inside the car around, it won't let you put it on. Hmm. It's going to blend it with something. Okay, so it's using, if if that is not on, is it not using outside air? Or it does, uses some. Okay. Yeah. It uses a little bit from everywhere. Oh, okay. To maintain that, you know, what it, like, you know. For instance, if the ambient temperature outside is 15 degrees, and you turn on your ac inside it's not going to let that compressor come on it'll blend hot air with that ambient air out there to get you the temp you want okay so you're going to get the humidity from outside that's correct all right then when it's one of them 100 degree days that's when you need ac and that's when you need to just keep the air inside your car going around and around and Mm -hmm. around well we've had i've had two people request this this year so far one of them was in an older Suburban, said, can you take the rear air out? I don't want to use it. No, I can't do that. No. Nope. <laughs> if you don't want it on, don't turn it on. But it doesn't change. It uses the same air compressor to run it as it does the other one. So, And, and, and to cut those lines and re, redo the lines and take the unit out, it would be very expensive, wouldn't it, Doug? Yeah. Because you're basically going to have to buy a hose assembly. Well, sure, completely. And then, and you know, the dehydrator is different. Uh, there's a lot of connections that are different on it because of its dual air. But if you don't like the rear air, don't turn it on. But I will tell you this. If you drive a Suburban or a Tahoe or a Expedition or uh, anything, a big SUV, if you don't run the rear air, the front one ain't going to keep you cool. No. I have folks come in and say, it just don't work. Well, look down there, got the rear one turned off. Put the rear one on low and let it run. Yeah. It's not and changing anything. I I agree. making you more comfortable. Because It uh, don't cost no more to run both of them. It does that's the front correct. One. There's there a lot go. of area behind you that needs to be cooled off as well to keep the whole car cooled yes. off. Well, you're sitting out there on a 100-degree day. And you're trying to, with the front air, trying to cool that hole inside, it ain't designed. That's why they put the other air conditioning unit back here. Okay. Because it was not designed, the front one, to cool the whole thing. All right. I got to ask one other question before we take our first break. Is it, no, is it, it used to be because uh, you get a little leak of those uh, gases that you don't want to have in your car when you're driving. Uh, that you roll your window down just you cracked your window all the time and and drove around with the windows cracked i've tried that now and i guess you don't need to do it because all i get is a going on in my in my car so i'm figuring that the uh, cars today are so airtight that you don't need to do that well they're arrow too and the minute you roll that window down you take the air away from it yeah you take away the wind comes around the front of the vehicle then it starts that whoop, 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 whoop noise. Oh, man, that hurts my ears. But you can crack the other one down just like it, Dave, and it'll stop it. Okay. Now if you split it up, make it even. 
All right. Is it necessary to crack your windows anymore? Nope. No, not really. Not getting exhaust into your car anymore? No. Is that because they shut off all those vents that they used to have? So it's not sucking it in? Well, you have no footwell vents anymore. Yeah, you don't have, I know. You don't have no vent windows. You don't have nothing. Uh, the vent on the side of the, of the fenders that sucks it in, all, you don't have none of that. So I used to love those, you know. Fresh air vent on every car made today is in the cowl up by the windshield yeah, wipers. Sucks it in from no no way, no exhaust can get it, there to it. It doesn't get in. There's no air comes through the engine compartment whatsoever. Okay. All right. Just some int- information maybe you didn't know. That's yep. why I'm asking. My daddy always told me the only stupid question is the one you don't ask. Because <laughs> you think it's a stupid question. Mm-hmm. So I always ask. So it may have been a stupid question to somebody, but not me. I didn't know. So now I know. All right. Quarter after seven here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, we want to talk a little bit about bumper to bumper and uh, what they mean to you and what they mean to these guys that are, of course, the uh, bumper-to-bumper certified service centers. And what it means is parts. It means those parts are quality parts, and it means they get to you guys quickly. Oh, yeah. Parts, the best parts, the best price, and the best service. That's what we're looking for, right, Doug? Yeah, and and having it on stock. That's it. Is is one of the deals that they, you know— well, they have a lot better shot at having it than any other parts distributor in the central Arkansas area. Yes. Because they do have a warehouse, and it is huge when you go over it walking around in it. So, you know, here's here's a question for you who are listening. You know, how does that benefit you? It means you get in and you get out in the fastest way possible. And we don't have a stall tied up for two or three days waiting. Yeah. That's correct. Which means if, if your car's is causing them to back up in a stall because they can't get it out that means you don't have a car that's big somebody's without that's a big deal we can't fix them going down the road i promise you that i'm I'm thinking (laughs) three days without your car that can be a real pain in in the patoot so to speak as far as that's concerned so i know that we're trying to get some more bumper to bumper uh Certified service centers in the area. We got some people making decisions about that. I think that uh, Carter's is going to get on board with us, and uh, we've got a couple other f- options for some folks. We just hadn't heard back yet. So. All right. So Jerry, will let us know when those when those ha- yep, happen. Sure. Okay. Don't forget one other thing about Bumper to Bumper. They do a annual car show. Didn't do it last year because of COVID, but it will happen this year out in Conway at Conway Expo. And it will be August 28th. I talked to Jerry uh, Saturday, and he said the website is up. All right. So you can go to the website and get your car into the car show, and all the information is there about the car show. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's a lot faster than we've ever done it in the past. Oh, yeah. And well, so we're, we're getting good. better at this. Plus, plus, we had a year to get ready <laughs> to yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they had it ready last year. We just didn't use it. All right, see, uh, the Dave Ellswick Show – Joe and Duck are here. Uh, your car questions, 823-0965. 823-0965. Got a question about air conditioning? They're getting a lot of them right now. You might as well join the uh, the fun here on the Dave Ellswick Show.
All right, we continue 20 minutes after 7 on a Thursday. Uh, today, they're saying it's going to be in high 70s. There is a chance of a th- thunderstorm kind of moving around. But when is that not a chance when you get into warm weather here in Arkansas? The weather always, uh, you know, changes here in Arkansas. They want to If they want to do a whole thing about global warming or climate change, they should come here to Arkansas. Uh, they'd be climate up. They wouldn't know what to do. Yeah, that's true. Climate's always changing in Arkansas. Yeah, you don't like the weather? Changing. Hang around a week. Yeah. Or a day. Or yeah. a day to change. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So let's go to our first question. And this is from, uh, well, I don't have a name for this one. 2003 Honda Civic. Uh, this is SI. It's got a four-cylinder engine, two-liter. My 2003 Civic has been pretty much trouble-free for its 200,000 miles other than a radiator last year. Then all of a sudden, while driving home from work, I had a difficult time shifting through the gears. By the time I got home, I could uh, barely shift in the first gear, and the car made an awful grinding noise. I assumed that my clutch went out, but I was wondering if I had transmission issues as well. As the car is 18 years old, would it be worth getting it repaired? This is this is always the, the huge question that a lot of people ask. Is it worth repairing your car? And how much would something like that probably run? Well, I don't think she's got a clutch problem. She's got a clutch release problem. It's probably mm-hmm. going to be a slave cylinder slash master cylinder. May just be out of fluid, may have a leak, but most likely that's it. What do you think, Doug? And the good thing about that, and you can change all that without pulling the transmission. Yep. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. It's most likely, like Joe said, it's got a clutch slave cylinder leaking, but you can put a new slave cylinder and bleed it. And Yeah. So what are you know. looking for, four or $500? Uh, probably. Somewhere's, I'd be somewhere Should I less call than Gary? That. <laughs> somewhere's less than that. But it's, you know, fairly simple to do. Put it up on the lift, put the slave cylinder on it, and go through and bleed it. Okay. So now the other question that is in here, this is the age-old quandary question and that uh, she says the uh, the car is tw- uh, 18 years old would it be worth getting it repaired well sure yeah there's no more than that you need to fix it and you always got to remember that unless you got money stashed away if you decide not to fix your car it means that you got to get a new car i'm not saying that you got to get a 2020 but you got to buy a car that you're probably going to have a car payment on sure either that or uh, if you upgrade from that year i mean you know naturally you're going to have some kind of payment or have to come out of pocket with some cash to pay for something so yeah and 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 another thing too joe it sounds like it's been well took care of to get two hundred thousand miles sure pretty well maintenance you know trouble free radiator that's considered maintenance nowadays yeah you know that's that's more of a maintenance and i'd put a slave cylinder on it and see what happened that's what i'd do all right there's your answer 724 next question this is sue has a 2014 jeep cherokee limited is a six-cylinder with a 3.2 liter engine says my jeep went in for a routine maintenance service jeep cherokee 3.2 limited Seven days later, it blew a gasket, and they say that the engine has to be replaced. I think that it's not a coincidence that this happened directly after a service. What happened was that the 
overheat warning light came on. I stopped immediately. Steam was coming from the engine. When the hood was opened, there was no water in the plastic cooler box. We put water in, but it ran straight through empty in seconds. It was towed into the same service repair center. They explained that there are five lock nuts, and the one jumped loose while I was driving. Do you think that maybe something was neglected during the service, like, for instance, a hose maybe wasn't tightened properly or something, and this could have caused the problem? Well, yeah, it could have, but... Well, there, that, that's, you know, if you take it in for service, I don't I don't know what kind of service it was, or the oil change, or if you took it in for uh, an inspection of a mileage inspection, uh, we don't we don't have the luxury of having how many miles is on this, so we're not sure there. But I'm I'm perplexed at the five lock nuts. I don't know what that is. Do you, Jack? That's kind of what I was reading earlier, and I thought <laughs> I have no idea what five lock. The only thing I can think of would be on the wheels, Joe, locking it on the wheels. Yeah, but uh, how would the wheel cause it to overheat? I, exactly. Yeah, I, I don't know. That's really weird. Yeah. I, mean, I agree with that. It's a vague question, so only answer we got is going to be very vague too. It might be related to a service they done, but we would have to know what old service they provided. Yeah. Okay. We if we put that. hoses and belts on it, and yeah. you know, like she said, we could could a hose clamp break and come loose? Yeah. Just because yeah. they're new, I mean, they they break all the time. So, but Sue, you need to call one of us, and we got questions to ask you about it before we yeah. can yeah. give you any kind of answer. Yeah. Well, you took it back to the service area, and they're saying, from what I could tell, it wasn't their fault. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, take it somewhere else now and get a second opinion. But that little 3.2, they're notorious <coughs> for blowing head gaskets. Oh, are they? Mm-hmm. And dropping valves. Okay. Yeah, yeah there's notorious popping the heads off valves. Keep that in mind when you start asking around. All right, let's go back to a car now that's uh, you know about 30 years old, 1999 Ford Ranger XL, six-cylinder, three-liter engine. I've got a 99 Ranger, and it won't start. Change the starter, fuel pump, and filter. New battery, new alternator. Change the spark plugs. Something electrical is draining the battery, but it does sound like it wants to start but doesn't. So when, uh, what he's saying, it's going, rrr, 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 but it's not turning over completely. Well, you've got two, two I guess what you would call questions on engine won't start it's there's two scenarios dave one the engine cranks over but won't run uh-huh or the engine won't crank over okay well he's saying the engine cranks over that's correct and that means that he put a new battery in it and a new starter on it and alternator and spark plugs fuel I, pump yeah I, and he's just been guessing at it dave he he's not really had anybody check it to know what they're doing uh and you probably wasted money, to be honest. Most likely. And yeah. this is why both of our, you know, Joe and Duck say, test, Not don't yes. guess. That's correct. You know, if you want something fixed, this is this is it. You know, people, we get these calls all the time. On the phone, folks will call in and say, my car's doing such and such. What does it cost to fix that? Well, we don't know because we're going to have to test it to see what's wrong with it. Once we test it to see what's wrong with it, then we'll know what it's going to take to fix it and the amount of time and the cost of doing that. That's test, not guess. And then the second question is, well, does that diagnostic fee go towards the repair? No. If we spend an hour checking it to see what's wrong with it and you don't want to fix it, 
and you leave, you know what's wrong with it because we've done the work to do that. Yeah, we did all the legwork. You know, if you want free diagnosis, go down to the parts store. They'll give you one. When you get tired of putting parts on it, then come see us. O2 sensors. How many O2 sensors they nah. they sell? And I mean, I'd come in with four of them in the passenger seat and say, yeah. they said it was an O2. I put all four of them in there. Still got that code. Okay, well. Should have let somebody test it and know what they were doing. There's you know? something happening up water. Yeah, you got a vacuum leak. That. Something's leaned it out, or yeah, or it's got a, it's got they don't don't have the 12 volts down there for the heater circuit or something. You know, yeah. And if you pull it up and you got 12 volts down there for a heater circuit, and it says heater circuit bad, okay, yeah, you probably need an O2 sensor. That's it. But because they say it ain't switching, that ain't the problem. That'd be about 10 percent of the time maybe 90 percent of the time if the o2's not working right there is something other wrong in the fuel management system right doc could be a vacuum leak could be an inject overfit it could be a multitude of things as you know dave on your car yep i've seen it have uh, had to deal with it joe's dealt with it his people have dealt with it but all we, right we gotta needs, get it you need to take it somewhere and let somebody scan it and fix it All right, big question. Have you called Pat Davis and checked out your health insurance versus what he can do for you? If you haven't, I'm just telling you, every day you don't call him, you're wasting money. Uh, He can get you health insurance, and I'm talking about actual insurance, not a share plan for 30 to 50% off the, the health insurance that you have right now. And these are great health plans for people who are self-employed. It, these are great, you know, health plans. If you have a business, you should talk to Pat because he can save you on the amount of money that you're paying for each employee. Uh, think about this. No copays, None. Zip. Nada. Ain't going to happen. You can use any provider in the nation, and uh, this, this plan will work for you. And you can even get a check back when you go to the doctor, to urgent care, or even the hospital. So you need to give Pat, or, you know, give Pat a call and talk to him about this. It's 501-605-6935. 501-605-6935. Or visit him online to yourhealthplanman.com. That's Pat Davis and your health plan man. Dot com. All right, let's continue on. Duck and Joe are here. The phone lines are open to you. All you have to do is uh, give us a call, 823-0965, and they'll, they'll try to, to help you out as much as they can. Understand that the reason why many of you call and they say, well, we need to test is because that's the way cars are built now. To figure out what's wrong with them, you got to hook them up and talk to the computers and see what's happening. Well, yeah, you know we're big on testing. We 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 don't guess and 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 we don't we can't actually tell anybody what's wrong with their car with a code test. That gives us an idea of where to look, Dave, but it doesn't tell us what's wrong with it. 
And it could have 10 or 12 codes in it, Joe, but it's only got one problem. That's correct. One code can cause another one. Like, for instance, you can, I had a gentleman in the other day, and he said, my check engine light's been on for a while, but now my cruise control don't work, and I've got ABS lights and everything going off inside the car. Well, it set another code in there, which turned the ABS off, and it said that code actually turned off the cruise control. Yes. So, you know, you can't, you, you have to actually diagnose what's going on. You can't just look at the code and say, well, this is what's wrong with it. That's not going to happen. 90% of the time, you're actually going to have to test the circuit, test the component. A lot of times we end up putting a lab scope on it, looking at waveforms to get an accurate diagnosis, right? And it can be a multitude of different problems until you, but it, most times it's only got one that's throwing a problem, but it's throwing 10 or 12 codes up. That's it. And you got to be smart enough to figure out. I go look here and see if it's to stop all the problems. Well, you got to. We've been doing this so long. We have ideas, and we've seen these codes. And what year making model it is yep. has got a lot to do with where we go looking. That's correct. Because you know some of the problems these automobiles have. Yes, cars have personalities, Dave. And uh, each car's got its own problems for that year making model doesn't what who doesn't matter who built it what size motor package in it, it's got yep. a lot to do with it whether it's automatic or standard but different year makes and models have little quirks here and there and we know where they're at because we've been doing this for so long Dave. all right so keep that in mind and that's the way it is at all the bumper to bumper certified service centers because these guys that own these uh, uh, repair shops have been doing cars for a long time I w- i'd be I really would like to know if we add in all of the years of all of you guys that own the Bumper and Bumper Certified Service Centers. How many It'd years? It's you, Dave. Yeah, a lot of years. It's probably, probably 200. I mean, Ken Sullivan's been around for a long time as well. Sure. He's so been 40 Gary. years in it. And Gary Henry's 30-something. Duck's 40-something. I'm 40-something years in. Yeah. You're closing 20. in on 200 right yeah, there. that's it. Plus, we got four other shops. Yeah, you got Ryan. He's He's not... A newbie by any stretch of the Well, he bought a shop out that's been there for a while, too. Yeah. So, you know. Well, he started when he was a young man, right out, yeah. of, right out of high school. Been going for a while. Yeah. Haven't heard from him. He's, you know, he's a daddy now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Proud did, Papa. Did you guys hear about it? Was yeah, it, I, mean, I talked to him about it. Oh, yeah. is he? Okay, is he doing good? He said uh, him and his wife were getting adjusted the morning routine. <laughs> <laughs> Who does what? I said, <laughs> Well, you guys have to work on that. Cause and it that is morning routine, routine starts yeah. early. You betcha. Yeah, I mean, that's just the way it works. <laughs> All right, so let's get back to another question, guys. This is, uh, let's see who we got here. We've got, uh, well, they didn't say who it is. It's 1987, bang, this yeah. old car. A, a Nissan 300Z, 300Z went back in the day, was the sports car. I'm just saying. Uh, this is a 2 plus 2. Six-cylinder, three-liter engine. I have an 87 Nissan. I just installed an aftermarket head unit probably a couple months ago. Just recently, my head unit went out, and not even a couple days after that, my climate controls and whatnot stopped working. So my head unit doesn't turn on at all, but my climate controls turn on, but I can't control them. All right. You guys probably know what he's talking about. I don't, so I'll turn. Well, we think we do. Like the AC control, the unit inside the car where you the HVAC control module where you turn it on, the blower speed, the fan, the what what 
uh, vent you want it to blow out of, what temperature and all that. That's what I think he's calling the head unit. That's kind of what I was thinking. And it's an 87, and I'm I'm this aftermarket. I'm I'm having trouble with that. Uh, I know that I don't think I could find one of those. How about you, Duck? No. So it's probably a used one. Yeah, probably. And uh, if it's an automatic temp control, that can be hard to find. Yes, and, real hard. And whether or not it's any good, that's another story. Uh, that's You know, we were talking about parts earlier. You can look up any part you want on any car and you go out in the world on the internet and you can find it now how good that part is when you get it in your hand and what the recourse is and what the warranty is on that part me and duck have places like that that are not supplied by bumper to bumper because that part may not be it may be too old for them it's to not have feasible it. that's correct they're not going to stock that because this is an 87 car look at the age of it yeah well, we have to go out there in the world, but we have some places that we can trust where we order modules and stuff like that for older stuff. Now, I don't know where he got this, but it's uh, it's probably the control head is the issue. What yeah. do you think? By the way, he he can't control it, so the control head sorted out. And it's two months old. Most of them time, Dave, they only give you a 30-day warranty. Yeah. Wow. I mean... And then you're back to what's the recourse on this? Can can I send it back? Can I get another one? You know, we've had this with a lot of suspension parts where folks don't want to pay the price to buy a control arm with a ball joint in it, and they'll go on the Internet, and they'll buy that stuff and want us to put it on, and we just won't put it on because it doesn't last. It's cheap stuff. That's why it's cheap priced. And they'll say to you, well, you must have done it wrong. That's correct. It's always the installer's fault. Every time. So we, we don't even install customer-supplied parts anymore because of that reason. Our insurance doesn't like I was going to say, that's like the that, other thing. I promise you. Yes. Your garage liability, they hate that because if you put on a customer-supplied alternator, let's say, and you go home, you park that car in your garage, and that alternator's got 12 volts going to it all the time, doesn't it, Doug? Yes. If it shorts out, catches on fire, catches car on fire, burns the house down, Who whose fault is that? Mm-hmm. You know, and you know who is coming back to you us. Last person to touch it. It's always their fault, regardless yes. whether it is or not. So keep that in mind and don't get mad if you go to some place and it might not even be a bumper to bumper certified service center. And they say ixnay on your stuff. Well, we wouldn't warranty it anyway, Dave. No, it's their part. They they lose the 24 month, 24,000 mile warranty trying to save a little bit of money on a part. And, and probably I, not a whole lot. No, and well, it might be a considerable amount if they're buying the cheapest part money can buy because okay. we're not going to do that. We're going to buy a part from bumper to bumper that's a quality automotive part. We know that it'll run two years plus or 24,000 miles plus on the mileage because we don't want them breaking at 24, 24. We want them to run 36, 48. And, you know, and, and you just think about it. A new car, what do you get on a warranty on a new car? Why do they have a warranty on a new car? Because they know they're going to have problems. Well, yep. yeah, everybody does. There's, there's nothing in this world, anything that's man-made subject to break at any time without notice, right, Doug? Well, look at Honda. They were calling 200 and 90-something, 200, 900, 90-something thousand cars yeah. due to a brake flood leak down on the manifold and sets the car on fire. Look at the uh, Takata airbag thing. That yeah. hit all manufacturers. Yeah, they got everybody. Mm-hmm. And again, I just sounded talking about cars. Look at uh, that bicycle that you buy for your house that you ride on. They have recalled 
all of those mm-hmm. bicycles, yeah. and they have also uh, quit selling them. Yeah. Because the pedals are breaking off. Yes, somebody got hurt. and A child got killed. Yep. So it will be interesting to see how that all works out in the, in the future. But that's mm-hmm. why our federal government will make these people like Hyundai, Ford, Chevrolet, GMC, any of them recall when they have enough of problems with them, they'll throw out a recall. Especially if it's a safety issue. Yes. Like this one with brake fluid leaking down on a manifold kitchen on far. That is a safety issue. Now, they ought to make GM buy a bunch of AC condensers, but they ain't done it yet. No. All right. I'm sitting here looking at this. This was a Nissan 300Z. I drove one of them when mm-hmm. they were brand new. Uh, Hertz used to carry them. I don't even think Hertz is in business anymore. I think they went bankrupt here a few weeks ago. But the bottom line is, is that it was the first car I ever got in that talked to you. And they was a hot rod little car. Oh, they were a great car. But I got in it, and I closed the door, and I went to turn on the ignition, <laughs> and it wouldn't turn it on. And his female voice came mm-hmm. out of nowhere and said, please, buckle your seatbelt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. And you thought you was in high cotton, didn't you? No, I did. That was cool. Your car talking to you? That's pretty cool. Then they had the automatic shoulder harness that would come back from the front to the back. Yeah. When you got in, close the door, and, and they had to they had to get rid of that because a lot of folks wouldn't, wouldn't bolt a lap belt. And then you'd have a collision, and that shoulder harness would damage you in or so. Yeah, got to keep that in mind as yeah. well. But that that was a car that was cutting edge. When it, it came out, it was really cutting as interesting yeah. automobile. All right, break, final break for this hour. Uh, Joe and Duck will be back, 823-0965, to answer your questions. We'll have about, well, six minutes. So if you want to get a question answered, call now. Uh, St. Clarity Residential Cleaning, these folks are fantastic. When they say deep cleaning, they mean deep cleaning. For instance, when you clean your house, How often do you get on your hands and knees and clean the baseboards? I can tell you I've never done that. I'm not going to get on my knees, Dave. (laughs) I've never never done it. You ever cleaned the baseboards like that, Joe? Yes, but I was very young, and my mother said, we're doing this. (laughs) Okay. I'm with you. I understand how that works. Or you get in those corners, and you get buildup of wax and stuff, and you got to get in with a single-edge razor blade and clean that. I don't do that very often, and I can tell you they do it. St. Clarity does. Yeah. When they talk deep cleaning, they mean deep cleaning. Now, to get your uh, home cleaned, if you're, you know, 2,500 square foot uh, uh, house, you're looking at $300, unless you follow these instructions. Call 404-6560, 404-6560, right after 9 o'clock, before 5 o'clock, Talk to Chuck or talk to Lynn and ask them for a certificate from uh, 101.1 FM, The Answer, and the Dave Ellswick Show, and you get $150 off. Half price for all that deep cleaning by St. Clarity uh, Residential Cleaning. We've had them on the show. They've talked about it. You all have responded and bought a ton of these uh, certificates, and many of you have picked up and uh, bringing these people back at full price because they do such a great job. That St. Clarity Residential Cleaning, save 150, call 
6560 after 9 o'clock. All right, Karen, uh, Karen Joe, in fact, is her name. A 2020, I'll take that back. It's a 2000 Toyota Camry. This is an LE four-cylinder, 2.2 liter engine. And it's in her, this is the like the earliest car we've had today. Uh, will temp sensor fix AC? My AC blows hot air. I watch the RPMs, and when I turn on the AC button, the RPMs step up a notch and back down, and the AC button blinks. I've checked all possible relays inside the car and under the hood, all good. I ran the computer diagnostics check, and these are the codes that it displayed. A 0116, a 0330, a 0401, 0440, and a 0446. I checked the Freon. It's good. Fans work. So do you think if I change out the temp sensor, it would ignite uh, the AC. All right, guys. Gonna turn it over to you on this one because she got in the weeds when she started giving all the codes. Well, a one one six is the engine coolant temp sensor. Yeah. You know, and 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 if it's not reading right and it sets a code for it, it's not gonna let the air come on because don't take a chance of running hot. It's very important for that sensor to read right because it works your fuel adaptive management also, and also it controls the cooling fans, right, Doug? Yes. And it could be thinking it's 40 below zero. That's it. Because that's what it it falls back to when it goes bad. Right. The first thing you need to do is take it to a shop. Somebody okay. that can look at the codes, go through the code, and say, okay, this is what we found. I wouldn't replace the temp sensor because I don't think that's the problem. What do you think? Just looking at this, what do you what's come, what Thermostat. comes to mind? Thermostat may have gone bad? Okay. What about be, you, Joe? Well, there there's several things going on there. Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not sure that uh, what she's got happening there. Well, she said it's, it's full well, of freon and the, the fan th- works. The 401 and the 440 and no codes are EGR codes, so that's a emission control. Yeah. The uh, 116 is an engine coolant temp. So, but these computers are set up on these cars that if it detects certain engine codes, it takes away some of the amenities. It can take and turn the air off. You can turn it on yep. and it'll go off when it starts flashing. It's telling you it's not working. Why? Dress these engine codes and correct that. Duck yep. could be very well right. That code for a engine coolant temp could be below threshold, which means it's stuck open. The engine doesn't get fully warmed up. And it's and not going to let everything else come on and work. A lot of them will come on, and they won't affect anything right away. But as you start that car in the ignition cycle, and another ignition cycle, and another ignition cycle, and a drive time, you do all of that, and then what do you have? It starts turning stuff off because you've ignored the light and ain't took it in and got it serviced. It'll take the cruise control away, take the AC away. Now your amenities keep dropping off. Take away your auto start. I know that one Absolutely. for a fact. That's a fact. But she, they're going to have to get it to, to one of us and let us go through the problems and find it. I still think it's a thermostat because I've had a few of these and, you know, 
the thermostat is 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 hung open and, it, and like joe said don't let it get up operating temperature and if it don't get the operating temperature the computer don't know what to do it's, it's got a set of parameters in the computer it reverts back to them and that's what it runs off of and after enough ignition cycles and you're not doing nothing it'll turn the ac off it'll turn the cruise off won't let it apply so it's uh she needs something done more than like we were discussing earlier i'm having a code test to run she needs somebody to diagnose those codes and see why the light's coming on and see what all those codes affect. And if you look it up in a in a flow chart, it'll tell you what it'll take away and what it won't, it won't take, take away. away. Yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. keep that in mind. You got to test and Karen, don't you need guess. To come and, see one of us. Yeah. And you, and you got to literally, you got to test the car to be able to know what's going on with it because that's just the way cars are built now. If you don't test and you guess, you're not fixing cars and trucks. You're working on them. Partial the Bumper to Bumper Certified Service Center, we test, not guess. That means we repair cars and trucks, yeah, you fix not them. work on them. That's right. You fix them. You don't just work on them. That's correct. All right. We've got two minutes, so we won't go and check out any other questions here. Let me remind you again, August 28th is the, the 2021 bumper-to-bumper car show out in Conway at the Conway Event Center, and all the money raised will go to the Ronald McDonald House. That's That's where we've been doing it for years now. We've been giving the money there. Corky's Barbecue will be there. You get hungry while you're out there looking at 200-plus cars. Give you the opportunity to check, uh, get some food. We hope to have 200 plus. This is technically not a 2021 car show. This is a 2021 car show. No. <laughs> Two in one. That's yeah, right. Gotcha. And we got a new class for four wheel drive. Yep. Uh, we'll have the Rat Rod class, you know, class again this year. Got a new class this year. Yep. So come on down and see us. We'll be there. Got the raised cars this year, yep. raised trucks. Yeah, the high lift The trucks. lifts. Yep. So if you want to get your uh, get your car out, your truck out and show it. They get the website try to win. where they can sign up. You know the website? I don't have the address. I'll, I'll ask we'll have Gary. It next week. I'm sure it's B2B something. Yeah, you, it's B2Bautoparts.com, I think. You can go to Bumper to Bumper website and, and pull up My Place for Parts. You can go over there, and I think it's got a link on it for it. All, yeah. right. All right. That's all you got to do, and we'll put a link on my Facebook page uh, as well. Keep that in mind also. We're out of time. Thank you, Dave. I will be out tomorrow. Robert Steinbach in, filling in for me. I have a a surgical uh, uh, thing being done. Uh, It's going to happen at 6 a.m., so uh, say say a little prayer for me, if you would. And I look forward to uh, being back with you, hopefully, by Tuesday. Uh, We'll we'll do a, a best of on Monday, just so you'll be aware. Dave Ellswick Show. Back with you hopefully Tuesday at 6 a.m. Have a great afternoon.